Well, good afternoon, Broward County. I'm uh, Jason Smith, local president of 4321, and we are coming to you live out of the Union Studio. Today, I have a special guest, founder, CEO, David from Kira Labs. Thank you for being here. Pleasure. Thank you for having me. Um, what's really neat about what we do here on our podcasts are we don't focus just on fire thought processes and what we do, even though we can give you insight, the real focus is back into the community. So tell me, where is your facility out of? What city? Pompano Beach. And that is great. And let me explain why that's great. The fire rescue services from the Broward Sheriff's Office is not doing service for exclusively the city of Pompano Beach. And you say, well, why does that matter? Because that's the example. We want to reach out through all the communities. It doesn't matter where you're at, what the topics, we're going to hit on that throughout the year. And once again, it's an amazing opportunity to have you here. So why don't we start off by the first question, which is tell us a little bit of what and who Kira Labs are. Sure. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, Kira Labs, well, established in 2003, uh, although you hear a bit of a funny accent maybe, uh, made in America, proudly so, um, literally started in the garage, moved to Pompano Beach, the facility in 2004, and have been in Pompano Beach ever since. We're a cosmetic manufacturer. We're very well known um, amongst a variety of retailers. We work with uh, some of them you may know, like Walmart or CVS. Uh, over in Texas, we're very big with HEB. Uh, all the way over to TJ Maxx. Um, and of course, Amazon is a big place uh, where we find a lot of our products. So we specialize in hair, face, body, home, and now pet products as well. Um, we specialize as well within that those categories in the liquid fill, which means shampoo, conditioner that you'll liquid fill. Um, our facility has about seven different lines. Um, and we're about a 150 person uh, company now. And we're very blessed to uh, have the opportunity to make great products and uh, get them out to the marketplace. Well, let me go ahead and give not only uh, the viewers watching, but tell you and your staff how this all came about. How did I meet David? And this is really how it went down this easy. All of a sudden I see an email and the email was very clean and clear during a pandemic period of time saying, hey, I've got hand sanitizers how do I get this to you to help not only your group, but throughout? How do we spread this? They're for you. You tell me how I will come and deliver it. So that is how this, I'm going to call it friendship established itself. And I said, wow, I, you know, that is amazing. Yes, there's tons of need and we can be the bridge agent to make it happen. So, um, why don't you sort of say what transpired because we weren't the only groups right. that you did this with. Right, right. It's very interesting. You know, when you go back to the beginning of the pandemic, uh, all of a sudden the need for a shampoo or a dog wash skincare product almost ceased overnight. There was a le less of a focus for not just America, but quite frankly, the globe. So we found ourselves in this interesting position where at the same time, there was a tremendous demand for sanitizers. Um, and it was more so a calling at early March of 2020. We have the uh, ingredients, we have the know-how, we have materials, um, where we immediately started making sanitizer product and started getting those out to first responders, like a lot of those people that you represent. Uh, we found ourselves working directly with Miami University Hospital System, providing them with a tremendous amount of product immediately. Then we had uh, government calling us, FEMA calling us, and we were making uh, a tremendous amount of sanitizer and antimicrobial products. Um, as the pandemic uh, has continued, and hopefully we're slowly seeing the end of it, although 
knock on wood, as they say, um, we found ourselves making so much product that we had some excess and we decided, you know what, we have an opportunity to give back to the community. Uh, we have the retailers all had come back to us and started going back to their regular product lines. So yes, shampoo and dog wash and the skincare and everything started up again rapidly uh, to make up for when there was a pause. But at the same time, we had this whole range of products. So we said to ourselves, what are we going to do? We had a million sanitizer tubes and we said to ourselves, you know what, we can give them away for a less, you know, we can make a deal, we could do a closeout. And I said, you know what, let's do a push, let's give it out to the community. And um, so with a lot of different community groups from schools to churches and first responders, but reaching out to you and your team has been has been a blessing because it's just been so much fun. And uh, it's the product's going to people that need it. Uh, also, uh, after we gave to your to, to the 4321, we also added in the uh, the body wash because we felt, you know what, let's give some extra products as well. But we've also we've I've stood on the truck with Mayor Suarez over in Miami uh, and other people as well. Um, Mount Sinai Medical recently in Surfside with the uh, donated product. Um, and our goal is just to um, uh, encourage everyone within Kira Labs to connect with a different group that means something to them, whether it's their school, church or any other institution and offer to give our product to them. We take care of everything. We drive there with our truck, as you saw. Yeah. The team comes over and engages, and that and that's that's how we came across uh, uh, connecting, which we're very appreciative of. Yeah, yeah, it was a very neat connection there. Um, you hit on some topics most recently. I just heard you say you donated Surfside. So here in a moment, I want you to talk on that. Uh, before David does, what I want to do is. Uh, Take a moment, pause, and let's focus on a couple of our partners that make this happen. Well, it's great to have you back. I've got David, founder, CEO, Kira Labs here. And uh, we were talking about Surfside and a tragedy that it is being a first responder and having members respond down there for weeks upon time and what they see and what they've done. They have one side of it that that is their responsibility. But you, from a different perspective, assisted. How did that happen? What, what did you see? What did you do? You know, at first, uh, um, we were all in shock. Our hearts go out to the victims and their families. I actually, uh, I have family members that have their family members on, on uh, the uncle and aunt that actually uh, perished. Uh, we also have somebody that works within our own organization who lost um, family members as well. So immediately it hit home. Um, and we felt that, you know, what can we do? Do we drive down there? Do we hand out food? What, what can we do? And there was obviously a, a tremendous amount of people that were already converging on the area. We made some inquiries and found you know what, we do have an opportunity to provide some um, sanitizer and some other cleansers. We sent those micro antimicrobial cleansers as well. Very important so everyone can just have an opportunity. If they want to wash their hands, they can. Um, and we we went down there, uh, found ourselves in the city of uh, uh, Surfside, uh, North Bay, as well as Mount Sinai Medical Center and made drop-offs at all those institutions. And you know, it really hit me hard as well is that um, in driving around to head back um, back up to Broward and to Pompano Beach, I found myself actually face to face with the um, with the with the carnage 
because the way that the, the detours had made us work, I ended up doing a, a, U-turn, a, a roundabout U-turn right in front of the building and it really hit home what a devastation this was. And I'm just, you know, to, still our team is still reaching out and seeing what we can do with the family members and things of that nature. But, um, you know, to us, it was just a great opportunity to uh, try and do something more for the community. And I think there's always, there's always a chance for all of us to step up. We're just, we're just blessed that we uh, already were in the midst of, of doing these donations. It's an unfortunate circumstance indeed that we, uh, that we found ourselves having to do it in, 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 in this way for Surfside uh, because, you know, we never want to see a tragedy like that. But um, at the same time, I'm proud of the Kira Labs team for uh, wanting to step up and uh, make the journey down and make sure that we got product over there. Absolutely. And uh, from from myself and the team of, of Local 4321, we're sorry for the loss of your family side and the uh, members on your team back at your warehouse. So we're sorry about that. Uh, we just want to end on this note and identify the focus is we won't forget for those families that lost everything. David from Kira Labs. And one important thing for me to highlight to you is I'm an entrepreneur at heart. Um, I've tried different businesses, definitely not as successful as what you've been able to establish. So for all those that have that itch to go ahead and strive to be their own boss, what does that look like? What happened? What was the drive? And how did you know this was it? Well, that's a great question. And um, uh, uh, and so just to put things in perspective, yes, success is always for us is continuous improvement. So still a lot of room for success for everybody, I think. And I think failure is part is is part and parcel uh, for everybody on the road to success. And if you don't have a, your setbacks and so on, you're not really being successful. So I think it's it's about being optimistic and realizing that there's always tomorrow to get up and pick up. Uh, and that from every you know uh, what do they say about uh, uh, the light bulb, how many experiments were done? Well, it was 2,000 or so until he got to the light bulb, or even more, I believe. Uh, and everyone was a step towards a success, not a failure. Uh, similarly for me, it was really a sense of uh, coming to the United States uh, from Australia. You know, truly, I'm, I was an immigrant. And there was a tremendous sense of, of opportunity that, I, that, that immediately uh, I was aware of. It's like, so many people, so many things going on here, so much access to so many um, opportunities that you never really had living, you know, on an island, uh, 14 hour flight from the rest of the world, even though it's a first world, you know, Western country, Australia, America presents tremendous, you know, when we talk about the land of opportunity, it truly is. So I was also very blessed to find the right product at the right place at the right time. So it's one thing to have the, the vision or the strategy and the priorities and the skill set to make something work, but it also takes a lot of luck to find the right product that fits in the right place. And so what I found within the cosmetic industry with beauty, uh, we found our niche early on um, in terms of both mirror, both being online and digital or, or as early as the 90s, as well uh, manufacturing and having a focus on being the supplier and vertically integration. So those kind of um, initiatives that were questioned by other people often to me, why are you doing all these different things, ended up being what has actually put us in a position of, of more strength and more success, I think, as an organization and a group. 
Um, because the made in the USA has been a big driving factor for a lot of our customers and clients because we've got speed to market, we've got agility and what we can do to read the market. We work with a lot of domestic uh, suppliers as well. So as opposed to a slow boat literally from China, which right now is very difficult to even get on a boat, um, we're right here in your backyard of many of the of many of the largest retailers in the world and ready to supply and ready to support with hopefully on-trend product. Um, I will say that what a lot of the success has is owed to the team, whether it's my my wife and my family, but also on, on the company as well. My job is just to keep everybody aligned, focused now, and keep everybody as happy and culturally positive as possible. And um, try to be the employer of choice, the partner of choice, and provide really good product to the marketplace. So, I mean, that's how I look at it in terms of, 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 the, of the whole um, uh, calculation of how one understands how that works. But at the end of the day, I think it's important that you have drive and ambition and that you enjoy what you do. Sure, sure. So what's really neat, 150 roughly employees, correct? Yeah. So obviously you didn't have 150 packed in your garage <laughs> at one time. So how many started out of the garage to what you had today? Well, you're looking at him. I literally <laughs> had three plastic tables, one with a computer, and it was one of those big old monitors in those days, and um, one with my little lab set up where I was making some different formulations and, and working out what I can and can't make. Uh, turned out that I could make some pretty good product after all. Uh, and then my shipping, my little shipping table as well. So literally the garage lasted about three or four months before it was like, it was time when my wife wanted the garage back and so did my family um, and uh, moved into the first warehouse. And from there, it just went from first to second to third. And today I, um, I think it's our fifth and sixth facility. Uh, and yeah, it's, gr it's grown uh, quite rapidly, especially over the last few years. Thanks to the partnership of many uh, terrific uh, retailers as well that have delighted to be able to get made in the USA product on the shelves. Yeah, no, that that's very huge. With one big uh, position that the union stand for is American made, union made. Um, and saying that, what's really interesting is you hit a culture. So your new, not new, but current responsibility as you present it is to keep everyone sort of focused on the prize and keep everyone uh, engaged. Uh, that becomes very difficult, especially coming out of a, pandem a pandemic. Um, a lot of places are having difficulties hiring employees. And I know you just recently had a barbecue for your employees, <laughs> like recognizing everybody. So what are some tactics that you recognize that work for you or in this environment to not only keep the energy high, keep everyone focused and engaged, but to be the employer of choice, as you so put it? Right, that's a great question. Um, a lot of a lot of trial and and uh, I wouldn't say error, but try and try again. Uh, at one point, we realized that you know, with the challenges of the pandemic and people not necessarily wanting to come back into a facility, even though we have a lot of protocols in place with masks and so on, and we've been very supportive of people that want to take time off for vaccination or for testing. We gave extra testing. We gave unlimited sick days. All those type of things gave, provide a framework or, or an environment where people feel very safe. At the same time, we take a very particular interest in everyone's well-being. Um, I'm, uh, my attitude has always been very much geared towards um, what they call the lean methodology, where it's a bottom-up approach, where really the person that's working on the shop floor is probably more important than me sitting at my desk sometimes. Um, so whether or not you're working at the at the warehouse dock or you're working in the front office, doesn't matter. Everybody is equally important. And showing that respect and actually backing that up is very important and showing an interest. Um, we try different things in terms of, uh, you know, specifically when it comes to recruiting, asking people to uh, 
uh, uh, find friends and family. We don't care who it is, as long as it's someone you want to join the family. And I actually said to the team, to the whole facility uh, in a town hall environment, I said, listen, at the end of the day, we're a family, we're an organization. Who do you want to join the family? Do you want me to go out and just pick people randomly and then you wake up one day and you're like, this is a new member of my family? I said, wouldn't it be better if you looked amongst your own community and you said, you know what, that person I think would do great. I think we should give them a, a chance. So what we did was we, we, and we started the program where if you bring in a referral, not only are you compensated, but you become their buddy and you bring them through. And after 90 days, if they, they come on full time, you also get your extra a uh, little incentive bonus as well. But what it does is it, it creates a more family uh, orientated environment. I'll just add this as well, is that part of what, with one of the other ways we've dealt with fluctuations in employment is using temporary labor. And we were just noted by an outside consulting group where they said to me, they were very impressed and I never was really aware of it, that we treat our temps like full-time staff. We don't create two different tiers. We don't create tiers in the organization. Everybody is equally um, uh, uh, respected, whether or not you're working for us temporarily for five days, or you've been working for us for five years. And I think that that sense of um, uh, respect is, I think, the first and foremost uh, uh, aspect that people look for. And uh, we just try to provide, like you said, with the barbecues, the multiple barbecues, our team, we're always looking for an opportunity to have a good time. And we and the way we do it is by by setting ourselves our goals. And if we're, we're ahead in time, and obviously meeting our quality metrics, Let's have a barbecue, and we've got some great barbecues with us. Yes, so it's it's engaging. Engaging. It it's very interesting. So when we come back, we're going to hit on what the future looks like for Kira Labs. What your focus is as being the visionary. So let's go and uh, talk to. Well, let's not talk to. Let's go listen to some of our partners that make this happen. back. I'm here with David Kira Labs, the CEO and founder. And, uh, you know, it's always about not today, but tomorrow. What is the vision for the future for Kira Labs? Where do you see it headed? Hopefully uh, more partnership with great organizations like the local 4321. Community involvement has, has really taken on a whole new initiative for us. So we want to see how we can be more involved. Also maybe providing training for family members, internships, things like that besides product. And particularly on the business side, I think what we're doing is 
the recognition that made in the USA is the way to go. Uh, and the support that we have as a made in USA manufacturer and looking how we can be more vertically integrated. So we have the uh, ability to expand uh, throughout the whole chain of our supply network uh, to work with our partners and really develop a much stronger integration. So if there are going to be any other calamities and hopefully there won't be, that we're extremely well protected. And at the same time, the people, our, not only our partners, but also the people that we work with in the community, we can still be there to provide product for them. Uh, and of course, our whole goal is to stay close to what is trending, work with that and be able to provide that to the marketplace in an environmentally conscious way and do that in an expeditious way and remove as much waste from the system as possible. Just make everybody happy doing it. Sure. So, David, I'm a company out there. I got product. I'm hearing about your organization. I want to link up. How do I make that happen? Well, first of all, LinkedIn is probably the best way to uh, uh, to message us. You can obviously go on our website. Uh, and for those people that are looking at making product, there are a variety of different networks out there and industry publications on beauty that I would highly recommend is where you start from. Before jumping in and saying, hey, I want to make my own product line and just going and buying product, really have to understand what it is you want to do, what, it is you want, what problem you want to solve as well. Uh, and then start slowly, just like I did back in the day in the garage. I literally made my first 30 bottles by hand and uh, saw how well they did and then went from one to the next to the next. So I'd say start slowly, look on LinkedIn, look at the industry, what's going on, YouTube, Facebook, all the above, relevant material is there and available. Uh, it's just a matter of wanting to take the time to research and look at it. What's the website for Akira Labs that they can look you up and sure. start engaging? It's kiralabs.com. Do I have to spell it with my American accent? Let's, <laughs> well, we'll make sure it gets up there. No for worries. You. Yes, but absolutely. I want to thank you for taking the time to thank be in with us. It's always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Uh, I want to thank everyone that's viewing us on the Facebook, on all of our social media platforms. It means a lot to us. Let us know what you think. Give us some feedback at info at bcfire.com. I NFO at BC Broward County fire.com that allows us to sort of know what's going out there. We as well like to follow trends and see what's needed. So uh, until next time, thank you. Stay strong, stay union.